You're listening to Discovering the Truth with Dan Duvall. I just have a few quick things to say to you before we get to the program today. Not going to take too much time at the front end. Number one, our book, Prayers to Shake Heaven and Earth, is available. It's available on our website. It's available at Amazon. It's available at Barnes & Noble. It's available at other internet retailers. It is changing lives. I am so excited about all the amazing... I mean, every week we're getting more and more testimonies of this book and what the prayers in it are producing in the lives of people. I have a goal folks and the goal is that we have 100 reviews for this book on Amazon and this is what I'm believing God for. I am standing in faith. Uh, last time I checked we were rounding 70. We're way more than halfway there. As a matter of fact we're two-thirds of the way there and I believe that there are roughly 30 of you that have been blessed incredibly by this book and have a testimony and are ultimately going to wind up finding yourself at Amazon.com <laughs> writing a review. I, uh, I, I, And I'm just believing God and putting my faith because I know that this book, being reviewed and showing that it has a response, is going to open the door for many more people to find it and therefore many more people to get blessed. I have a guest on this program who has also released a book and we'll be talking about it, but that is available at BrideMovement.com. It's called To Tell the Truth by Hope. It's the story of her journey. I want to encourage you to pick it up. We have a little over 100 copies that we've purchased from her um, and also uh, purchased at a price that, well, supported her and helped her to make some money. And we're trying to get those books cleared on her behalf through the ministry. And so... Uh, sewing into a book purchased from Bride Movement is actually sewing into Hope, and uh, we we have some copies. I also want to say that we have made, or we'll be making within the week, uh, the deliverance prayers that Shake Heaven and Earth teaching available at Bride Ministries Institute. This is going to be a teaching that goes through all of the prayers in the back of the book, Prayers to Shake Heaven and Earth, and why they work. It's incredibly deep teaching um, and it's going to be that tool that you want and need if you are wanting to take uh, what we have produced into your deliverance ministry and become very, very effective and also educated as to what you're doing and the mechanics behind the spirit realm bondage and what we've uncovered. So, you know, I, I, I want to make sure that you're aware of that. Folks, there is a sign-in area on our website at bridemovement.com. It's called TFPC Members Only. If you are getting involved with our ministry and you are participating in the Fireplace Church, you are sowing into us, uh, create, I want to encourage you to create an account on our website. When you have one, you can look at all kinds of things when you log in, even if you're not attending the Fireplace Church regularly. Once you create an account, you have access to our website and you also have access to things like classes that are only available to the people that are members of our website and participating in the Fireplace Church and in our growing community at Bride Ministries. I uh, I want you to know that that's there and 
it's it's under the the fireplace church heading on bridemovement.com also yeah fireplace church is every sunday 7 p.m central standard time be there or be square we're having a good time folks we're growing um and by the way to all of you that have been financially supporting us thank you we love you we pray for you we are standing in agreement with you for great increase and we know that you have added to your account credit for the things that we are doing because you are linking arms with us and making that possible you know part of sowing into the kingdom means that you become a participant in the fruit that the ministry field that you are sowing into is producing and i'll tell you we are producing fruit be a part of it link arms for those of you that you know you've been following this for a long time and you say man uh, I like what you guys are doing at Bride. I feed off of it regularly. As a matter of fact, it's answered questions. It's helped me. It's blessed me. Consider going to BrideMovement.com, finding our donate page, and supporting us to move this thing forward. We're going to the program. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Discovering the Truth with Dan Duvall. I am sitting down with hope. Hope, as many of you know by this point, is a survivor of Illuminati programming. She has worked with both Ruthie Andrews and myself and has come on the podcast a number of times to discuss elements of her story. If you have not heard Hope before. I want to encourage you to go back into the archives of our podcast at bridemovement.com and find Mysteries and Genetics of the Illuminati Parts 1 through 3, The Other Side of the Veil with Hope, and Survivors, the Church, and Religious Programming with Hope. Folks, this is going to be the sixth podcast that she is joining me for, and she is something special. Hope, welcome back to Discovering the Truth with Dan Duvall. Thank you so much, Daniel, for having me. I feel very honored. Well, folks, I want to just let you guys know, I am very, very proud of Hope right now because she has just released her book, and it's called To Tell the Truth. As a matter of fact... You can get it while we still have copies of it at www.bridemovement.com because we've gotten a number of copies of her book and we are selling them, but you will also be able to find copies of her book at other places. And I just want to open up this program by giving you, Hope, an opportunity to talk a little bit about your book and what it took to actually get it written. Wow, thank you. I appreciate that. Well, it has been a long journey, as you well know, Daniel. Uh, We worked through a lot of things while I was uh, working on my book, that's for sure. So uh, a a little while ago, probably a year and a half ago, the Lord told me to step away from my full-time job. Um, At that point, I was like, you've got to be kidding me. (laughs) But um, I stepped away from my job, and I began writing a book 
um, that the Lord told me to write, and it is, believe me, uh, 100% the truth about what I went through, and I say that because I didn't leave anything out at all. The Lord told me, um, you know, hope people need to know the truth, and they need to have the details of what went on, uh, not as shock in all value, but just so they're not duped anymore because, um, unfortunately the body of Christ and, um, people in this culture have been duped, um, to believe a lot of lies and they aren't aware of the things that have happened, um, right here in the land of the free. Uh, there's millions of slaves. Um, and unfortunately that's the truth. Well, folks, I've uh, had the opportunity to read Hope's book. As a matter of fact, I even wrote an endorsement in the book. And I'll tell you, it is uh, eye-opening. <laughs> and it is going to detail things that you're going to wish weren't true. Mm-hmm. And your heart will break several times over as you read the book. And it is also going to be an instrument of education because, well, here's the unfortunate truth. The body of Christ is God's hands and feet in order to, well, do his works in the earth. And uh, as Bride Ministries, we believe that part of those works is bringing redemption and healing to those that have been trafficked, mind-controlled, satanically, ritually abused, and so forth. And uh, unfortunately, so m- many components of the body of Christ are simply out of tune with this reality and, and are uneducated. They just simply don't have the data. And this book provides the data. It, it, and, it, and it actually, and I have to say this, uh, helps very much because if you've listened to any of Hope's former podcasts, you know she has great detail. Uh actual memories of the way some of this fancy stuff was done in her book she goes into great deal detail on things like how they interfaced her with computers and with high-tech programming uh, did programming with frequency-based technologies and some of the stuff that seems really strange to hear it talked about with just basic reference to the fact that it can be done, but little grounding out in, okay, well, how did they do it? Step one, two, three, four. What was the process that the evil people used? And and Hope gives the details of these kinds of things in her book. And it is going to be very helpful for those of you that are trying to explain certain things to your friends and family, maybe even your pastors and leaders and you know, helping to bring a revelation to the body of Christ of what needs to be accepted. Um, and Hope, what were some of the challenges that you had to overcome while you were trying to get all of this down on paper? Um, well, there was tons of attacks. Um, I, I had a lot of harassment, literally from the people sending sending emails, sending packages, sending uh, messages, not only to me, but everybody surrounding me. Um, And then I had constant memories. I mean, I do have flashbacks on a daily basis, things that I work through, but it was more intensified during this process. Um, And which, which in the, 
end result was an amazing thing because I got lots of healing. Um, it's just anybody that you, when you have to relive your um, story, it's it's a difficult thing. Um, but it was 100% worth it if uh, someone gets set free. Uh, not if I'm, I'm believing 100% that people are going to be set free, and not only those that have been through what I've been through, but the our country in general in the body of Christ. Now, before we get into some of the uh, nitty gritty, because we're going to be talking about some pretty relevant, timely things in this podcast, and Hope has some really. Uh, incredible things that she wants to bring to the table. But before we get to that, I just want to uh, give a public um, request on Hope's behalf. As Hope's book has been released on Amazon, uh, the attack has begun immediately. And uh, anyone can go on there. And what you will find is that there has been a campaign to put negative reviews on her book in order to un devalidate it. And it seems to me, observing it, that there, this has been a concerted effort by a team of people who all came, all disliked her book, provided very little substance to their critiques besides calling her an outright liar uh, for unknown reasons, and uh, then liked each other's comments and upvoted them. And so I just want to encourage those of you that are going to hear this podcast and get her book please leave her a review and leave her an honest review. Uh, leave a review that actually shows some consideration uh, for what the book actually uh, delivers and, and, and not, you know, um, allow this concerted agenda to prevail. Uh, it looks to me like the goal is to simply bring, um, you know, a negative report so that people will be turned off from getting what hope has really labored over, uh, cried over, um, you know, uh, and, and pressed through to make available to the body of Christ. And so I, I want to make that appeal and um, hope, is there anything you wanted to say about that before we get into some of the other content? Well, when you were talking about that, I really feel like the Lord released me to, to share a couple of things. Um, um, from the very beginning, he's told me that he's my defender. So I haven't, um, as Daniel, I know you know, when when people come against you, it, of course, your first reaction is you want to defend. But uh, I, I just had a, a piece um, to just, okay, Lord was saying, the Lord was saying, uh, I'm your defender. I'm going to take care of this, which... Um, you know, I just had to trust him in that. But uh, I do want to address a couple of different things. I, I know when um, a lot of the message that that have been put out there is that, um, you know, I'm doing this for the money, which is hilarious because I left my job to do this. And believe me, you don't make a lot of money on your first book. But um uh, <laughs> Uh, it's definitely not for the money. It's just for wanting the truth to be put out there. And then also, um, they put a, they have put a, a video out there as well about me, which has a um, a picture of my birth my birth certificate, and also 
some pictures of me when I was little throughout um, the years. And I want to address that. Um, as far as my birth certificate, anything like that, if you have a doctor that's involved with the programming, which I did, um, that's an easy fix right there. Uh, so a piece of paper really doesn't say anything. Um, if you are aware of the things that go on in in the Illuminati and in satanic ritual abuse and all that. And then also, as far as the pictures, there's a story before that picture and there's a story after that picture. I was tortured in some way, I was raped some way, I was, uh, you know, harassed and um, threatened before I made that picture. Because uh, in some of the pictures I do like do look like I am happy, but I can guarantee you 100% if you have someone, for example, standing with a gun to your head or even worse things than that, you'll do whatever they tell you to do. So um, just so that other survivors and other victims, they can be um, encouraged and believed, um, don't always don't always follow what you see in a picture. Just as a saint came in his light, his followers so much more will even be that way. And so uh, a picture, you know, it it's not telling you the whole truth. Mm. <laughs> well, amen. Mm -hmm. Amen. And, and folks, I, in, in Hope's defense as well, you know, because uh, some of you may listen to this and I mean, I know what it's like to have uh, negative videos made about me personally. Believe me, I, they're out there. They're floating around. You can find them. Uh, you can listen to them <laughs> for all I care. You can believe them 100%. But here's the truth. Uh, you know, this is a, this is definitely a tool the enemy uses to hmm, bring accusation in order to invalidate. And, uh, and it's... It, it, you, well, you have to ask yourself, what is the motive and what is the agenda behind the person making the videos? And uh, the other point that I, I want to make is I have sat down personally with Hope. Okay, uh, I've been in sessions with her. I've talked to her parts. I have seen her break down and cry as the memories would come forth. I've watched her physical body abreact with my own eyes in response to the body memories that were triggered in the course of our healing work. And mm -hmm. I can tell you with 100% uh, confidence, she's not putting on a show for me, folks. She's not showing up to say, hey, you know, how can I convince Dan to believe some kind of, you know, nonsense? She is trying to heal from a lifetime of abuse and... Uh, she is getting actual breakthroughs, and this is the kind of fruit that comes along with the work that Jesus Christ has called his church to engage in. And so I, I absolutely believe that hope is who she claims to be personally, and uh, that is my, my vote of confidence. So hope, with that said, you have quite a bit to tell us today. And Ab yes, I do. <laughs> I, I want to start with the White House. Okay, uh, so let's let let's go in on that. What do you 
believe that we need to know about the White House and your experiences that occurred either there or related to things that had to be done there? Yeah, absolutely. And can I give an addendum real quick on that last thing you were talking about as far as the reviews before I forget? Um, I, I would, I would ask you guys very much if you would leave a review. And the reason I ask that is not so my book is just going to be famous everywhere. The reason I ask that is because there's going to be victims that are going to read those reviews. There's going to be survivors that are going to read those reviews. I can tell you from firsthand experience, a lot of Christian books are used to uh, do torture and uh, programming and um they're going to show them those reviews and they're going to say, see the the body of Christ, just like I told you, the body of Christ, they're not going to stand up for you. Look what they, they, look what happened in this situation. You know, um, they're, they, they are ignoring it. So I'm not only, I mean, of course, um, I want this book to go as far as possible for, for the Lord, but for those victims and those survivors that need to see that the body of Christ will stand up and will believe the truth of reality that's going on in this world and the things that they are every day having to face, I, I do um, just really plead with you for those for for you to do that. So sorry about that. I had to I had to throw that in there real quick. <laughs> Absolutely. So Hope, tell us about the White House. Well. <laughs> First of all, um, I just want to, I want to really encourage, if you did not hear the podcast with Daniel and with David Hayes about Pew, you have got to listen to that. Oh my gosh. It like blows the lid off of so much. And, and it's, it's such a, it's a healing thing for me to hear that the Lord is really working overtime to expose all the evil that's going on in this country. Um, so I, I felt like the Lord, whenever uh, Daniel asked me to come on here, is that he said that to talk about the White House in Washington and the things that, you know, I experienced there uh, because it needs to be exposed. Um, and specifically, the body of Christ has been so duped, um, you know, believing that uh, people are leading the country and that it's it's a Christian, it's Christian based and and all that and and the news that they're giving you the truth it it's so far from the truth, um, but the the main thing I, I want people to know as far as my specific memories. Um, as I shared in my earlier podcast, uh, from zero to at least about five years old, I was in a hospital. It was very, the walls were white, uh, the flooring white. It was very sterile. Um, I don't know if it was an actual hospital or not, but um, it, it definitely looked like a hospital. And I know specifically um, when they, when I went through this, they, a lot of times will call it the White House. Um, and there were, it was a lot of underground tunneling. Um, so I, I feel like the Lord has, um, made me aware that that was done somewhere in Washington, DC. They don't allow you to know where you're at physically. Um, but I really, I believe that he's shown me that it was in Washington, um, and underground. 
uh, locations to to cover up what they're doing um and uh, they have a lot of shoots that run into because you're talking about going down the the white rabbit hole and all of that there's so much that they're covering up um and uh so do you want me to go a little detail about what was done there absolutely um, okay so I have specific memories of different presidents being in um, in that location and walking through. Um, they did have a huge um, electronic board um, that had different grids of the U.S. on it um, and uh, different specific cities and towns and locations where they replacing all the different survivors or at the point, excuse me, victims. Um, and uh, strategically, they were setting up different um, shapes and different um, frequencies, different plan plans as far as up in the heavenlies so that they can... Um, call in all the demonics that they want to and connect us uh, in different locations uh, because they they get a lot of electronic and a lot a lot of power um, in the grid system so um, for me um, I was being programmed alongside of lots of other little children um, a lot of um, a lot of electric shock was done to see how far the mind could go um, as far as the pain that you could take um, before you had to do something that they told you to do. Um, and unfortunately, I hate to say it, but a, a lot of it was uh, they were torturing you to the extent of where you would even pass out uh, to make you touch other little children or... Um, uh, to do sexual things and the whole reason they do that is so that they can trick you into believing that your heart is evil and that uh, God you know couldn't love you couldn't be there with you that you are for me um, they told me that I was the mixed breed which uh, I was more like an animal um, because I didn't have the pure bloodline in me I had more of a mixed bloodline of all the different bloodlines of uh, the Illuminati so uh, the main thing with me um, I was very stubborn um, I was not an easy project when it comes to uh, forgetting and um, pushing me to do the things that they wanted me to do um, so because of that, um, they said that they were going to post me in a different location other than, uh, like say some of the higher echelon, like the actors or the, the ones that are involved in the politics in Washington and things like that, because they always had, um, you would see different, you would know that they were politicians, you would know. Um, of course, you would see later that there's a president or different people that were well known. 
that we're walking through. I didn't, of course, know that until later on. Um, but the, they would come through and choose who they felt like would be moldable enough to um, to be in different situations in different um, locations. Uh, for me, they put me in Kentucky um, and tortured me to be what, what they say, Kentucky girl. Um, and the whole programming that they did with me is that um, they convinced me to believe that I was a child molester because uh, they would force me. I was so resistant to what they were doing. They would torture and torture and torture me. They, they could see that it what it was doing to me um, as far as uh, destroying me at the heart level. And that's what they want to do um, oh. because they hate God so much. Um, they want to destroy his children. And so they told me that I was a child molester. They put me in a town in Kentucky and they um, have these different locations throughout the U.S. where they continue the programming um, mainly to see what the brain can handle and how they can split off the brain and how your brain responds to torture because they want you, everybody has a specific job. Uh, so for me as in Kentucky, it was in the Southern uh, church, you know, Bible Belt was uh, to kind of infiltrate the church and to look, you know, like the all American Christian really. Um, and um, so does it, is there anything I need to expand on that? Okay. So, and, and, and folks, I'm, I'm telling you, uh, when, when you take a look at Hope's book, To Tell the Truth, she takes an effort to pull all of this together into a narrative. But we know that you, and you had discussed this previously, I mean, your life began in a Petri dish where they were combining essentially these different bloodlines in order to get you as the product out of it. And they did call you the mixed breed for that reason, uh, which is not uh, at least procedurally uncommon for people born into a lot of these bloodline families or from these uh, groups because they are converging bloodlines and they're doing so with a, a, a laboratory approach, uh, both in this dimension and in others, as strange as that may sound. And, um, you know, you did talk to us in former interviews about the first five years of your life in the hospital. And so... I, I, I want to, you know, you, you mentioned presidents and leaders involved, people that you uh, came across and only you later figured out who they were. Now, one specific person that has been named on this program by another survivor, uh, Robert, uh, that is remembered for being at rituals and so forth is Hillary Clinton. And mm -hmm. I want to know if you have anything to say about her or your experiences relative to things that she was involved in? Um, yes, absolutely. Um, I mean, I, it's sad to say, but yes, I did experience, she definitely was there. Her husband was there. Um, and they were very much at the head of a, a lot of the training of the, the girls and the boys, um, as far as sexually, um, training to be more ro robotic 
um, whatever your role was, um, for me, it was more of like robotic because you, you, people, I, I want people to understand is that in this location, not only were they doing sex trafficking, they were also doing a lot of experimentation as far as cloning. They were doing a lot of experimentation as far as, um, the genetics, um, you know, these people, they want to be the chosen, uh, or they think they know that they're the chosen race, you know, and they want to get rid of anybody and everybody that comes against that. And so their main goal is to follow Satan and to, um, you know, say that they are above the law, above God. Um, and uh, if you look anywhere back through scripture, you're going to look at, you know, the Tyrell Bible and, and all the different things of when, when evil people are united, they are, uh, there's not a limit to the evil that they can do. So during all of this, you know, they had the, the grid of the U S and it was a very strategic plan, uh, not unlike Hitler, but, with Hitler, it was more out in the open. Yes, it went gradually, but it was more out in the open. With this, they have newer technology and newer uh, schemes in the, in the current culture that have uh, been able to really numb down uh, even Christian people in being able to, to discern um, through the Holy Spirit of what's good and what's not good. And so really underneath uh, all of that in, in this setting where the, or the, really the whole goal is to, to, to start a, a one world government, a one um, chosen race, um, that, that's what was going on for me. So Hil Hillary and Bill Clinton were but definitely there and, and there a lot and they um, handpicked who they wanted specifically to be close to them um, as far as the victims and, you know, really was grading people on their sexual performance or uh, their DNA and all the different things. Um, so they're, yes, beyond evil, um, even throughout the whole election, um, there was parts of my mind that were intensely okay. terrified. Hold on. Um, yes. Which election? This uh, election between Hillary and Trump. Okay. Good. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. There, I mean, um, actually during this is when I met Dana for the first time and there were just parts that were terrified that she was going to get elected because um if put in her hands or really their agenda could have gone um, just um, there was a lot of things that were supposed to have come to f fruition as far as uh, the um, agendas that they had given all the different victims and the things that they because you know really from birth on we're we're programmed in triggers to specifically do things at you know at certain times, a lot of it you see a lot of these school shootings and a lot of the um, 
a lot of that is victims that have um, are, are either going through with uh, what they've been programmed to do um, or you know it, that that's really what you're seeing there but as far as Hillary um, to even on down to the the building that she chose uh, for election or not excuse me and when the uh, vote came in and to see who won um, she was in the glass building now as far as electrical frequencies glass uh, like the remote controls and all that they they don't go through those easily and so it was a message to all of the victims that you know I I'm above all of this government you know, I'm above God, like that I own, I own this town. Wow. And, you know, that, that was the message that she was sending to the victims. When I met you for the first time, Hope, one of your parts came forward and was absolutely in terror. And this was basically the weekend before the election. Mm-hmm. And it was at a conference in Tennessee. And... That part was in fear because of election rituals. Can can you talk a little bit about that? Yes. Um, there's some huge high ritual days, and I'll tell you, the election day is huge, um, especially in D.C. Um, they What they do on election day, they pretty much tell all of the victims okay if you don't join in with us and curse the 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 specific person that they don't want in in that specific office um because they choose who they choose who they want you know Mm -hmm. um uh, if you don't join in with this then you're not going to get elected. And for us, that means they're going to get rid of us, um, that we'll, we'll have to start over back in the hospital. Like, it was sheer terror every election day because we had to engage with them in the cursing, which goes against the true Jesus, you know, with that he put within us because... I know there was something within me that was crying out. There's got to be something, you know, more because God, he draws us to himself. And um, so anyways, all of the, all the victims are tortured all day long to come in alignment with those prayers, with those curses. And they, it, it forms like, I'm trying to um, explain it, but it, it it forms like a bond in the heavenlies. They spill a lot of blood, and they add that to the curses that are going on. So it forms like a, a bond that causes um, specifically demonics to go and to plant um thoughts in people's minds against the person that, you know, the godly person that they, that should be in there and for the person that, um, they want in, in office. Mm -hmm. 
Um, so there's a lot of bloodshed on that day. There's a lot of cursing going up. There is a huge network to try to get in who they want underneath the surface and, you know, within the political system. It doesn't sound like uh, the way they have told churches to engage in the concept of separation and church and state exists within the evil kingdom. Not at all. It's it's one of their, I mean, it's, if not the biggest plan that they have, it's one of the biggest plans because if they can have a person over this country um, be in their agenda, then that that with that comes a uh, a, a legal right. It it, it comes a uh, a lot of demonic things with it. So it's like from the head down, you know. And um, so it's huge that they're vying for that. Um, and unfortunately, it's been in their power for quite some time, and just recently changed. So um, I have been so excited to see what God what Papa God is doing and he's taking back this nation. And I just want the body of Christ to be aware so that they know how to pray. Um, he wants us to have, just like you do, Daniel, I mean, you have specific tools and weapons and of warfare and they are, I mean, you have to have those. They're so important. Um, and God wants us to, to be aware So there's actually a, a, a lot of thoughts that I have at this point. I'm not going to go through them all because there's so much more that I want to get you to talk about here, Hope. But, you know, one of the things that I want to in- encourage folks with is that, you know, the idea of separation of church and state. I mean, I think the original intent of that was to say that you do not have the religious leader of a state run religion also simultaneously being the head of state over governmental affairs so that all of the religious power and governmental power was combined into one person that could operate above the law. And and so you have a separation. Um, what it's transformed into is, okay, Christians, keep your hands off of government stay out of the political arena because that's not your sphere that's where the secular world gets to do their thing and so the church has been absolutely crippled by this lie Uh, many believers have assignments in the political and governmental sphere and god absolutely expects them to carry their morals and their judgments and their determinations from or that reflect God's kingdom into that sphere. And furthermore, the body of Christ, as in, you know, organized churches and so forth, should absolutely pray for their leaders and for the dis, uh, dispersal of godly leaders that will replace those that have to be taken or moved out of the way in order for righteous agendas to proliferate through a nation, if we abdicate uh, the offices that God intends for us to have an influence in government as the body of Christ, of course, 
evil will prevail. And they intentionally combine forces in the spirit by setting agreements. And Hope mentioned something very interesting. She said they're tortured day and night to to get an agreement with, you know, cursing uh, candidates that the powers of darkness don't prefer. And I would say, you know, that sounds strange to some people. I just want to clarify some of that language. What that means is that they have punishers and internal programmers, demons, synthetic spirits, and other things that take parts of people that are fragmented on the inside of them to torture chambers on the inside of them and torture them actively while the person's presenter is struggling at the surface to hold it together. Sometimes those parts are taken out of the body and into other realms where more torture and programming occurs on other planes and realms. And so a person will feel tortured day and night, but in their physical body, they may still be going to work, going home, cooking dinner, putting the body to sleep, so on and so forth. And so for an outsider that's ignorant of the wiles of the devil, it doesn't look like that person is being tormented. It just looks like they have a mental problem, but it's much, much more than a mental problem. Um, Is there anything you wanted to add or clarify, Hope? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, what you're saying is so true. Um, And then the way the programmers and the late, the way they do it, if, if you can get a foundation of mindset and, and torture and pain and lies in a child, um, if you can get that foundation where every single thing has been perverted and twisted, then you can use that and just bring it into today um, because that, that way of thinking and all that's already been set um and so you know you can say a specific word you can say you can apply a, a sound or a smell or anything like that and not specifically have to be torturing the person right then but it, it causes an internal torture and internal um level of, of pain and, and it's just hideous but um yeah so it's 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 on all levels in spirit and body mind all of that torture and and one thing that goes along with that um is specifically over washington dc um in my memories the lord i mean i has shown me this and then um lately he, he showed me this as well it's like it looks like an alarm system really it like the laser beams that go from one side to the next throughout and diagonally and in every which way and so what they do is um they specifically send demons on on frequency waves um to carry messages different places for the evil people to communicate um on different frequencies so they can get away with what they're doing and no one on the surface actually sees sees it physically but um you know in the spirit realm it's going on and uh they've set those things up so it really takes the body of christ being aware of those things so that they can begin to pray 
but those structures will be torn down and all of the torture and everything that's going on on in, in all the different um, ways that the enemy is set up for the victims to be tortured it will be taken down and uh, you know just annihilated it's it's so fascinating uh, and 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 this is one of the things that people do need to understand devices are both in the natural and in the spirit Um, I could pray over a person's house and find cameras and spying devices and frequency generators Mm -hmm. that exist you could call them etherically astrally but they will be very much in the rooms of the home Mm mm-hmm and they, they'll create a uh, tormenting atmosphere in that place. And, you know, I think it'd be an oversimplification to call it a, a demon because it's actually a spiritual object and you can't see it in the physical realm, but you, you could see it with your spiritual eyes and it's clearly there. And sometimes cleansing the home or a building or a piece of property requires intentionally disengaging these spiritual objects that create uh, tormenting atmospheres. Many survivors and uh, targeted individuals are suffering because there are these kinds of objects that have been embedded in their home or space. And they might be looking for something physical that's creating all of the pain and torment that they're going through. But the stuff is actually very really there in the spirit realm and Mm -hmm. uh this is part of how some of the things that the evil kingdom does gets hidden because they try to make or obfuscate their world to the general psyche of your average american or person saying nope unless you can feel it sense it taste it or measure it it's not real and you're crazy right absolutely and that's that's a specific agenda of the Illuminati. I mean, they have specifically tried to you know, infiltrate the the church to try to get the church to not be a spiritual anymore um, to where they don't, they're numbed down to where they don't sense certain things. I mean, the Lord gave us our di- different senses and he gave us, you know, Papa God gave us our, the Holy Spirit. So of all things we should be aware of what's going on in the spirit but um specifically the illuminati has infiltrated the church to try to make the church not engage with that so we'll be less powerful but the reality is they're using this they're using um in in washington dc they're using all over the country they're using things in the spirit um you know, frequencies, you can't see that, but they're using those to, you know, to, to take us down, to, to spy on us, to, um, to communicate and all the things that really as children of God, we should have that. Um, so that's why it's so important, you know, just with Daniel and and the prayers that he has, like, it's so important that it's just not, okay, well, I'll take authority, you know, take authority over this. You know, the Lord wants us to have specific knowledge and a specific insight of how to pray. Now, I wanted to ask you about the Kennedy site and what that means for the victims of 
the the agendas that you have survived and come out of hope? Right. Well, for me, I was taken there um, on many occasions, and and the reason they do that is because they want to cause terror and cause fear in and the victims and myself, they wanted me to see what would happen if I ever told anybody, what would happen if I ever brought anything out or allowed my mind to to see the truth of what was really going on. Um, at the highest level, you know, you think a president, they should be uh, protected from, um, from being shot down and killed. Um, um, but they wanted that a specific me- message to be known that no one is beyond our reach. And, um, you know, even, even in talking about this today, it was a stretch for me because I do know that there are people that don't want any of this to be out in the open. So it is, you know, a, it, it is kind of scary at times, but I've, the Lord has shown me specifically that he has a fire around me and that he's a lot bigger than these people. But it just shows their pride because they specifically take us to that site to remind us that, you know, we took out a president. Anybody that gets close to us um, or wants to expose us, we've worked decades and decades on this. And so we're not going to allow that to happen. And, you know, even specifically as far as like Marilyn Monroe, uh, they force us to watch uh, movies about her, have pictures about her to be more like her because she was a mind control victim um, and, and really was sent to, to set up Kennedy and all of that. But um, uh, she began to break down um, you know, she, that her, her specific role and her specific agenda that they gave her was to infil- infiltrate the Hollywood system and, and, um, you know, give the, the message of, you know, I, I don't have a brain. I am, I am a sexual you know, being and, and I have to, to really cause that to be how, how America viewed women um, and to, to set up different people. That was what they had said that her her agenda that they gave her was. And, you know, as she started to break down, then they, they got rid of her. And I'm sure, you know, a lot of people are like, how do you know that? I'm just telling you what, what they torture me, you know, what they tell me. Um, to be true. So I went through a lot of torture about all of that. Okay. Um, So I want to say this. The deep state is essentially understood to be a body of people that are influential members of government agencies or military believed to be involved in the secret manipulation or control of government policy. And that of course gets extended into overseers and um, participants in a massive child trafficking world, uh, drug trafficking world, an evil cabal that 
extends throughout this nation and the world. Now, I want to just have you answer this question straightforwardly. What is the deep state to you and according to your exposure? Uh, the deep state to me is the Illuminati. It's people that are specifically saying, I am the chosen race, I'm the pure breed, I the one world government. They're, 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 they have infiltrated the seven mountains in, in trying to, because they have uh, specifically tried to infiltrate the church to make us think that we don't deserve to be in any other mountain but the church mountain and um, to keep us out, keep us out of it. So to me, that that's the deep state. People that are um, using children, uh, torturing children and trafficking children, and they know exactly what they're doing. Um, they've not been tortured to do it. They know what they're doing, and because of pride and because they follow Satan, that's, that's what they're doing. So, uh, essentially, in order to take down the deep state or put a dent into deep state, we're talking about putting a dent into the Illuminati, arresting Illuminati, locking up Illuminati, and that is the crux of the issue, which is why this becomes such a hard task. Absolutely. I think the Lord... Uh, Papa God is saying it's time. He actually has some people that are willing to see the truth um, at the top level, you know, and willing to see the truth of what's really going on and have said yes. And so we need to get behind those people and we need to, to pray that they're covered and they're protected and they're, you know, because God is, Papa God is huge. You know, he and people on here know that, but like, it, he just needs our yes. Like he just needs our, okay, I'll do it. You know, in, in, in every realm. Mm, mm, mm. That is so good. You know, I think, and it's, this is where, this is, this is where I think that the churches has been so confused for those that have graduated out of total, uh, ignorance regarding the world around us and have, you know, just been in that place where, well, we're just going to get a rapture, get out of jail free ticket before everything gets bad, whatever bad happens to mean, and have begun to look at, okay, yeah, you know, there really is a group called the Illuminati. There are other secret societies. They do interface with groups that are heavenly powers, fallen angels, cosmic beings, so on and so forth. Uh, and uh, this is the nature of their plan. There has been a resistance to go further and say there's a plan that God has that can supersede their plan, limit their power, actually collapse elements of their agenda because there's been this feeling that they are all powerful. There's nothing we can do but buy nuts, hide in a bunker, and hope to wait it out. And I just uh, think that at this juncture in history, we have to realize that we, we are walking into a different season entirely. And there are people that, like myself, refuse to pray any other way than for the absolute demolition of the power structures of these secret groups and there are people working on the natural side of things to bring about an actual manifestation of justice and right. that is what we need to just begin to believe and put our faith on as a greater body of christ stop hiding under a rock and say you know what 
I'm actually going to link my belief system to the idea that God is changing things in real time. And just like you described they do to try to influence elections, we as the body of Christ can do in order to influence the destiny of this nation. The simple act of changing our belief system about what we're going to experience is going to shift things in the spirit realm. And, you know, individually, the Bible says, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Uh, but the Bible has a lot to say about what gets unlocked, according to the book of Acts, when the body of Christ comes to a place of being of one heart. And mm -hmm. when they did that in the book of Acts, lo and behold, no one had any debt anymore. As a matter of fact, everyone was provided for and all kinds of things were unlocked in that early manifestation of the first church. And um, linking belief systems is incredibly powerful in the spirit realm. And uh, this is where... This is where, again, I have to repeat myself. The body of Christ needs to stop putting God in a box and thinking he's so small that the only thing he can do is make room for the Illuminati to fulfill his end time agenda and prophecy because he's not big enough to do it his way. <laughs> right. And, you know, the reality is we it is a triumphant church. I mean, it, we are triumphant it, in acknowledging that there's evil and acknowledging that the Illuminati is out there and they have all these plans. It's not saying that that's not true. And I think that's where uh, a Christians a lot of time get stuck. Well, I don't want to focus on that. We're not focused on it. We have to expose it. God wants us to expose it. He doesn't want us to sit around and say, well, I hope there's not uh, child sex slaves you know, and mind control people, I can't do anything about it. No, we can do something about it. I mean, look at, you know, we united and look at what happened um, in the election. We, we united in prayer and that happened. So we have more power in our little pinky than they have, but they have programmed the church to believe that they are not powerful. And it's through media, it's through the food that we eat, it's through all the different things that we come in contact with every day and it's time for that to stop so you were programmed in washington dc yes now recently god opened a door for you to go back yes <laughs> now yeah it was amazing I want you to talk about that. How did that come about? Uh, what did what did God want you to do there, and why? Well, I mean, why was that so hard for you? It, describe the feelings and the sensations that you went through and the inner turmoil, so people understand the nature of what this meant for you. Absolutely. So I, um, the Lord, like Papa God, He. Uh, got me in contact with someone and it was just it was you know just out of the blue honestly and uh they're a researcher um you know researching sex trafficking and the uh effect it's had on survivors and um you know specifically having to do with forced abortions and things like that um and so i was really at first very terrified of going to Washington because I know that the things that they have set up in the spirit there, it just made me very nervous because 
um, they do a lot of communication in the spirit over Washington and uh, because I've been tortured there so much, you know, I was just really afraid about that. But the Lord, um, four years to the day, um, he reminded me, um, you know, how you get those things that pop up on Facebook and says, okay, four years ago today, um, from the phone call that I got to go to invite me to Washington, uh, was, a picture of when I had gotten a, a specific prof prophetic word of government over my life. And at that time, I was like, that, that makes no sense after all the stuff that I've been through. Um, but um, when I got that, I knew that I knew that I knew that uh, Papa God wanted me to go to Washington. And it was actually a huge healing thing for me because when I was in Washington and I was being tortured, um, they told me that because I was so evil and a mixed breed that they couldn't use me in Washington because that was supposedly this upper echelon of, of uh, people. So that he was, the Papa God was showing me that, hey, they don't determine who you are. I determine who you are. And so him sending me there was actually a really, really healing thing. Um, it was really awesome how the Lord took care of that because I thought I was going to be flying directly into Washington, D.C. And the last minute, our plane was canceled the day of, which looked like a horrible thing. And I, and I really feel like it was demonic um, an agenda to keep me from being able to speak because um, I wouldn't arrive and the, the next flight out wouldn't arrive until after I was supposed to have spoken or uh, speak and um, so I was able to fly into um, just a whole different airport that was outside of the city which ended up being amazing because there wasn't so much um, I guess what I try to call it is, is more like, um, uh, you know, when you get the fuzz fuzziness, like on the TV, the, all of that white noise and all that just going on constantly in, mm. in the spirit, that's what it, what it's like. And just constantly. Um, so, you know, it, it worked out really well and what Papa God did and then. Do you want me to talk a little bit about what happened that on when I spoke? Please. Okay, so um, I got there and um, the Lord showed me. Um, I just saw I call him Honest Jesus because he's truthful, not like who they taught me about um, Jesus. But he walked up to the podium that had, you know, the whole emblem, the U.S. emblem, which to me, that emblem alone, I had been tortured around that emblem, so it was kind of a scary thing. He walked up there with me. Um, he, he just showed me that he was walking with me, and he was there with me, and, um, and then I saw Papa God at the podium, and he was roaring, like, so angry at the evil that was going on there you know just just so angry and I I saw a sword and he took the sword and he cut the head 
of a snake off, cut the, cut the head of, of Satan off. And as I was speaking, like, I just felt the Holy Spirit so strongly. And um, I don't even remember all the, the words that came out of my mouth. But I do remember at the very end, um, he said through my mouth, it is time. And I know that was a prophetic declaration that it is time for all of those evil things that have done have been done in Washington, D.C. and in this country to his children to, to end. And people have to get know and, and people have to, to know the truth about what's going on. Um, and it was really awesome because afterwards a lady came up to me um, and she was very prophetic, and she said, she get, told me exactly what I had saw in the Spirit. Um, after I got done, I got a standing ovation, and I'm not saying that so that it sounds like I'm so good. I'm like, it was Papa God was there. Like, the presence of the Lord was there, um, kind of decreeing through me that as this person that was tortured there and and hurt there and, and told so many lies about who he is that he's done with all that and he is coming with justice and he wants and, and he will make sure that this ends and so all of the things with Q and 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 with David Hayes and the things he's saying is I mean it the Lord is doing this Papa God is doing this he he's um, he's bringing justice so it was just really awesome to to see that and on the subject of sealed indictments, which has been the subject of, an, you know, some of the Q revelations, uh, we had one of our folks at Bride Ministries that happens to uh, be a lawyer and have access to some of these archives and, and uh, so forth uh, to go in and look for sealed indictments in their state. And guess what? Uh, they came back and said, you know, for the ones that I was able to look at that are in the region I have access to, there are, in fact, thousands of sealed indictments. Mm -hmm. uh, folks, this is absolutely 100% real and verifiable. Uh, there are going, there are thousands of uh, indictments that are continuing to come in and to be uh, put, put in place. And I don't know when and I don't know that anyone knows when a trigger is getting pulled, but there is something being prepared for that is absolutely massive, and we're, we're going to see it. And as yeah. we continue to pray and take this before the throne of the Lord and uh, press in for justice, I, I do not think that this is going to get derailed at all. And so I, for one, am very excited, and I, I agree, Hope. I think that it is time. Mm -hmm. um, and so with that said folks uh, this is the other side of the conversation uh, what, what, what are people going to do when suddenly judgment is happening and victims are being released and mm -hmm. that I think is one of the conversation pieces that uh, a lot of people that are thinking through this are immediately asking themselves because uh, I'll tell you, as one who is on the front lines of many of these things, it, is, it takes a lot to help a survivor. It takes a lot, a lot of resources. Um, if you can imagine, millions of dollars are, are invested sometimes into a single individual's programming 
Um, and yet, you know, uh, it's th sometimes people's thinking is that a little, uh, you know, program that costs 200 bucks can help a person get free of their junk. Well, it's not true. And I don't know, Hope, um, but I do want to ask you this question just from your perspective. Uh, if you've given any consideration to what it would take to help survive, uh, uh, victims uh, on, a, on a large scale begin to get healing and freedom, uh, what do you think that would look like and what would you like to see if you could have your way for, 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 for this piece of the conversation? I'm actually just very curious. Yes, I, you know, when I was rescued, the the couple that was actually targeted um, to be brought down, they, they gave me a car, they gave me a job, they gave me, uh, uh, they ministered to me, they prayed for me, um, all of my, all of my physical needs, all of my spiritual needs, all of that that's what they did and I honestly believe you know that that took seven years uh, for me to get free um, and I honestly believe that it's going to take the entire body of Christ everybody's got a piece to play um, as far as what they can do um, they may not be able to have somebody in their house or they may not be able to fund it but they can pray or they can uh, learn how to minister to someone. But I think it's going to take everybody, um, you know, kind of like the the church um, in the Bible where they came together and they, you know, met together daily and they prayed and they, um, you know, they it, they were in it, they were united. And uh, because the enemy doesn't want that to happen. And, and believe me, they elite they do not want that to happen i mean they laugh all the time at the church and say they have no power and you know because they're so prideful but um it, it's going to take everybody um coming and i think you know different things like you've mentioned before actually having a place for for um for victims to go that they can get away from it because in my situation that's what i had I had to get 100% every single person in my everybody was was involved so I had to have a place to get away um, you know and so it, when you're dealing with all, all of that coming to the surface and working through all of the memories and working through all of the different uh, programming you, it's not like you can function in the job and you know all that it, it takes time and it takes like everybody and I you know th thank you for sharing that hope um, and folks you know I I've given some thought to this not a lot I know that my thoughts are not fully functional at this point um, or, or thought out but I, I will just say you know these are these are definitely questions that are going to need to be answered and some of the thoughts that I have include mandatory unsealing of classified documents relative to the projects that are being done and the systematic dispersal of those sealed classified documents to doctors and specialists and people that are qualified to undo some of the stuff that has been done. Um, it's going to have to be a convergence, I think, 
of the physical, the practical, and the spiritual. I think that a special fund is going to have to be set up for those that prove effectiveness in getting folks deprogrammed um, from a psychological standpoint so that uh, groups even like us can afford to begin to produce facilities and uh, things of that nature. I think there's going to have to be a complete defunding of certain aspects of the U.S. government that are working off of black op budgets and so forth. And those funds will have to just be systematically reapplied in the form of billions of dollars to this effort because it's going to cost billions of dollars to get the number of people that have been abused uh, redeemed and repositioned in society. And I think that um, it's unrealistic, honestly, to think that the body of Christ is going to be able to fund this off of a tithe since um, most Christians don't even tithe to the church. They prefer the counterfeit false fruits, which would be the debt payment on their credit card. And since that comes out first, whether they like it or not, uh, it just gets real tough. And so I think that you're 100% right that it's going to take the whole body of Christ, but I think it's also going to take partnership between elements of the U.S. government, um, allocation of resources that are being provided through property tax, uh, defunding of things. I, I, I just think that it's going to take a complete restructuring of the system. And um, I, I want to challenge people to begin thinking along all of these lines simultaneously. You know, and as you were you were talking about that, I, I think take that one step further. I know in a lot of the, the rituals um, that they did against me, um, they have a grid system set up for the monetary wealth, you know, in this country. And so they're continually cursing people's, um, you know, their funding and their, um, their, requesting the demons to go and, you know, suction and take out the money that from, from Christians and give it to them so that they can, you know, fund like Planned Parenthood. I mean, Soros funds that. And the whole premise behind that is, is abortions, you know, forced abortions, abortions to, to get rid of all other races. Um, so it's going to take also us praying pointedly against, how our money's being stolen and, um, you know, that being returned to us so that we can have it and put it towards the kingdom. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I, 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 I don't think that it would be necessarily uh, out of line to have laws that uh, uh, indicted and um, imprisoned pedophiles, especially the high-ranking ones that have large masses of wealth, be fined and have all of their assets seized to be uh, given <laughs> to those that are working to redeem uh, the problem that they have participated in creating. Um, I, I, I think that there's a lot of things that could be visited in the context of a broader conversation on what justice is actually going to mean and look like because frankly um justice is going to look very very huge and mm -hmm. you know for uh, people like um the clintons and because you're naming them 
um, to be sitting on vast amounts of resources and wealth and uh, to be guilty of so many crimes. And if they were found and indicted in and and um, declared in 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 the courts uh, through a justice process, guilty for things that they have done and been proven to have done um, after justice has served its due course, I, I don't think that. Uh, allowing them to keep all of the wealth would necessarily be uh, in keeping with justice. I think that fines and punishment that are financially um, just reallocating wealth throughout this nation would would be called for. And especially because many of these uh, wealthy leaders at the top and involved in deep state have secured wealth through uh, prostitution, trafficking, drug deals, arms deals, so on and so forth. And because of their good old boys clubs, so on and so forth, they've been able to keep their wealth. And um, of course, the people that are paying the highest price are the victims. And so what what is justice? And I think that's one of the things that we are going to need to begin asking ourselves as the body of Christ, as a nation, you know, what are we going to put our faith on? How big are we going to believe the... Um, move of God is going to be. Absolutely. I totally agree. <laughs> um, anyway, Hope, do you have any concluding thoughts? Well, I would, um, first of all, I just want to give you honor and, you know, I just, I really respect you for your willingness. I mean, you weren't born into this, so you didn't have to choose to to do what you do. Um, but you listen to the Lord, and it's just like I, I tell people that um, you know I was really angry at the Lord for a while. You know, I was like, Papa God, why didn't why didn't you rescue me? Like, why did it take thirty years? And and he said, Well, I asked thousands of people to help you, but you know it wasn't until someone said yes. So I just uh, honor you for, for saying yes. And I just call out to the true body of Christ, the people that that the Lord was weeping over, wanting them to know the truth, to, to stand up and say yes, and um, to be willing to see the truth and, and to say, okay, what's my, what's my, what am I, supposed to do in all this well folks here's the deal Uh, for now what can you do you can certainly pick up a copy of hope's book to tell the truth i'm so proud of her for finishing this project i know how much it cost her to write it we took that journey together i um i am just absolutely applauding her effort and i'll tell you what it is available at bridemovement.com for a limited time, that is until we run out. And so um, with that, I want to encourage you all again, after you get a copy of that book and have read it, please stand up for survivors and leave a fair review at Amazon.com or any other website you may happen to find it on because it's being distributed to multiple sellers. And I hope with that said, I just want to thank you so much for your bravery, for being bold enough to break the programming to stand up for Jesus, to stand up for justice, and to continue the journey that you have committed to taking. And folks, with that said, that's it for today. 
Until next time, God bless and Godspeed. You've been listening to Discovering the Truth with Dan Duvall. If you would like to connect with us at Bride Ministries or to support what we are doing financially, visit us at www.bridemovement.com.